On today's episode of Locked On, Spartans Rocket Watts is leaving Michigan State. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, March 30th. The year is 2021. I am your host, Will Hunter. Joined by my singing so long Rocket Man co-host Matt Sheehan. Rocket Man, yeah. Uh, Rocket Man, it's, it's, it's out a, his feet alone. Hitting those high notes like a seasoned veteran. Look at you, man. All I can do is sing a really, really awful falsetto. That's all I can do. That's more than most people can. So yeah, <laughs> you're, you're automatically in the upper <laughs> echelon of like crunchies karaoke singers. Uh, just w- with that alone. So, I can well hit, well um, I can hit the the high T and the high do, okay. Uh, in a in a falsetto, no, it doesn't sound good, but I can do it. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Like it, I got one octave. It's had ninety percent of it is terrible. It's all terrible. I'm not a good singer. No, likewise. You've heard me sing commercial jingles oh, yeah. on here. It's a complete uh, abject disaster, if you will. I think you're not bad. You, you're too hard on yourself. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take yeah, that. No All problem. Right. Uh, but yeah, Rocket Watts is uh, is, is transferring, Matt. He is uh, no longer with the program. Stunner. Well, yeah. Stunner. Yeah, yeah, tough. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to talk about that. We'll react to the news, talk about what it means for the team, reflect on some fun Rocket moments as well. I will miss... We didn't get him at all this year, but I will miss Daggerman Rocket Watts. We can talk about that. We didn't get a yeah. single Daggerman this year. No. no. But, yeah, Rocket Watts is leaving. We'll be talking about it. That's the plan for today's show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day. Matt, you never want to assume Somebody is going to be transferring. You never, like, you know. I remember when Nick Ward got mad. Uh, oh, yeah, the Rutgers game, yeah. Yeah, whenever it was, got mad. His mom tweeted out, one man's trash is another man's treasure, and every single person was like, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He, he, he ain't even getting on the plane back from Piscataway, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, no, he dipped his toe into the draft, came back, had a nice junior season until he got hurt but still ended up helping out the team uh, before then turning professional and it was just a moment of frustration getting benched is never fun like this stuff happens right so you never want to assume that just because there's a rift or a tough moment or whatever it is that oh he's gonna trip like you know sometimes they don't transfer sometimes they're just mad for like a day and then they get over it Uh, especially at Michigan State it seems like Sure, like like teenagers do. I mean, like, yeah. like teenagers do, like young men do, sure. um, like I do some days still. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but this is a situation where I don't think any single person who was paying close attention would have been surprised. Was surprised uh, by the news that Rocket Watts is transferring. The last like week or so is kind of the worst kept secret among Michigan State basketball. It's like, yeah, he's 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 leaving. Like we. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he changes his mind. We're pretty sure he's he's on his way out the door. Like this this one felt like it was coming for a while, Matt. 
Yeah, and, and it's a bummer. I mean, in the sense that you would love to see it work for him. Like, he had such a great end to his freshman season. He came into college with such great expectations as a top 40 mm-hmm. recruit, if not top 50, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah I mean, just an exciting player um, when he does have it working. But, however, like, when he doesn't have it working, it don't look too great out there, man. Um I'm, I'm going to keep on playing nice here. Like, there's not going to be a good way to say it, that, like, it's not a devastating blow to the team that he's leaving. But for now, uh, I'll continue to talk about, yeah, like, it, it is a bummer here. And uh, yeah, there's some chatter, too, of course. You get your, your fans, your message boards, whatever, being like, oh, Izzo ruined his game. Like, I don't no. think that's fair at all. Like, yeah, he no. gets benched. Like, that little <laughs> baseline floater that he did, like, looked sweet freshman year when it was working. But when it's not, that's like a what-the-hell-are-you-doing shot. And, listen, he left a lot to be desired from around three-point land. I think he finished the season at 27 28%. If, if Izzo did anything wrong to him in his development, it wasn't what he did with Rocket. It was what he did with the roster. And we're going to go back and talk about the, the sins from that recruiting class from a few years ago where you don't have a point guard. Like, Foster mm-hmm. Lawyer never turned into a good point guard. So now you have to have Rocket Watts play the one. Very clear that he was not a one, and it did not work at all this year. They took him back to the two in the middle of the year, and then, okay, well, we actually need you at the one again, bud. Sorry, the Hogarth experiment ain't working out too great either. So if we're going to talk about where he got screwed up, I guess, it would be just that he had to play out of position, and that's a bummer. And now, sure, you could say, well, maybe come back next year. That'd be cool. Maybe play more true two, kind of what we were talking about yesterday. But I, I don't know. Like, I've kind of seen enough as well. And I think he's seen enough. I think the program's seen enough. I think everyone here, between Rock and the program, just needed this mutual pardon of ways. And I, and I, I hope he does great wherever he goes next. I, I hope he can get the 15, 16 shots a game he's looking for wherever he's going. And, yeah, I, I just feel like this this is going to benefit both parties here, to be honest. So not yeah, that it, be a bad guy and say, like, oh, good riddance. No, it's not good riddance. It's just like... I, I, I don't think this is a devastating blow to the team, necessarily. I mean, empirically, they were better when he was off the court last year. That it, seems to be a problem, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, right. and that, it's just, it's not a huge thing, but it's, you know, three points per 100 possession with a, a really big sample size. Um, worse when he was on the court, and as a freshman, it was just like two points worse um, when he was on the court. So... You know, just I think you said it right. It is the right call for both parties. Um, Rocket Watts and Tom Izzo, that, like that's that's some oil and water. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you give Izzo some credit, especially during his freshman season, because it seemed like they were starting to figure each other out, and they were starting to it, it was working because. You know, Rocket's someone who's going to take bad shots. And Izzo mentioned as much during his freshman season. He said, sometimes I know I'm going to have to let him take some bad shots to get everything else going right. And, you know, you started to see some results from that, especially towards the end of the season when he was putting up good numbers. Not the most efficient games, but he was still able to get, like, offensive ratings higher than 100 you know the last four games of the season that you mentioned you know 103 110 106 114 scored 13 plus points in every single game like yeah he took too many shots to get there but he also was 
creating as a secondary playmaker, not turning it over a ton. Like it's still like those were above average performances. Like, okay, can we stretch that into a more consistent thing? Cause can he do that four times every five games for an, uh, for an entire season? And so, you know, we saw that didn't happen, but Izzo certainly gave him a long leash in attempts to find the best version of him because the best version of him includes a long leash, right? It includes suffering through nights where he goes 3 of 12 to get to the nights where he goes 11 for 15 or whatever, mm-hmm. right? I, I think they reached a point mutually, and I think it was really telling that <laughs> Michigan State and Tom Izzo released a statement on this, which we can talk about that in the next segment. This was the right thing for both of them to do because for two years, Izzo tried some different things to try to get the best version of him, and I think they just both were like, you know what? Square peg, round hole. There's no sense in trying to – it's like a bad relationship where you're like, yeah, you know, there's some good moments, and – Oh, we still love each other. Like, no, you guys need yeah, to break like up. Yeah, that, that Michigan game is like, ooh, maybe we do have a little ooh, spark like, here. No, maybe, oh, no. maybe the flame's coming back a little bit. And then no. uh, three points against Maryland. Yeah. And then uh, you need to break a lot up. to be desired against UCLA. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's, I, I remember why yeah. we're yep. <laughs> yep. breaking up right now. Yep, yep. You need to break up. It's just it, not a good fit. And I don't know. I've seen some people like like you said, like, well, why, it, what do you mean? I don't get that it wasn't a good fit. Like he was like mm, he was he was a good shooting guard. He just made him play point guard. Like no, like there's more than that, man. Like it, everyone is so infatuated with the five games where he did play well in his career here, right? I mean, you, you take yeah. the the two this year, the Michigan game, and the Duke game. It was awesome, and then sure, let's call it six games. The, the four. To end the freshman campaign last and the year. Illinois it's like, guys, there's a lot of other games that happen, though. Like, just like you said, he's streaky. You'll have some nights where he's yeah. like 3 for 12. Like, no, you expect that, like, maybe every third night, fourth night. There were weeks, stretches where he was invisible and just not, you know, a, a good player to have on the court. So, I, I think, I, not everyone, but I think some people just have, like, a foggy memory of, like, Rocket. I mean, hey, fun style of play, cool name, uh, oh, definitely yeah. big performances, but, like, I. Let's look when at the he entire picture here, and it it did not look good. Yeah, they got his performance to end the season against Michigan to put Michigan State in the tournament. They would not be in the tournament if he didn't have that 21 points to end the season. But, and I'm going to be the bad guy, you know what else? They wouldn't need an insane finish down the stretch and need three top five wins if he played better the entire season, too. I, I know, I'm sorry, I, I don't feel good about that, but I, that's just the fact of the matter. Uh, he was supposed to be part of the big three. He was not even part of the the, the, the top seven at some points of the season. It was it was tough. They needed yeah. this breakup. Yeah. Let's pause here for a sec. We'll come back and, and talk more about this, um, his departure. And a second, but first a word from rockauto.com. Dot com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. What else, Matt? Gas pedals. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Well, you would if you were just a big old clown, Will. You would if you were a giant clown. Instead, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. 
right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Today's show is also brought to you by Home Field Apparel. The greatest, the comfiest, and well, guess for a thousand dollars. Guess Hawaii. Uh, what, what, what? Yep, Hawaii. The Hawaii hoodie. Yep. Hawaii. You're wearing the Hawaii hoodie. Oh, I gotta venue uh, you a thousand dollars. Oh, great. Homefield makes incredibly comfortable, officially licensed collegiate apparel. They've got their vintage Michigan State line, which launched last year in August. They've got some new, more modern designs as well, and they've got a brand new exclusive design that just came out a couple weeks ago that is absolutely fantastic, Matt. It is great. It's it's a screamer of a t-shirt, no a doubt. Screamer. Yep. What they do, they go through old programs, yearbooks, they find retro um, logos and drawings of mascots, like whatever it is, like they'll find it and they put it on shirts and it's absolutely awesome. It's not just big schools like MSU right here in Michigan. They've got central, Eastern, Western, Northern grand Valley, fair state, Wayne state, UDM and hope fire up Dutch. Will fire up Dutch. Indeed. You should go check out their gear, homefieldapparel.com. Use the promo code on Spartans, one word on Spartans, and you're going to get 20% off your first purchase. That is Promo code on Spartans to get 20% off at homefieldapparel.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so I do think it's important to say that like this, it not working out isn't the fault of Rocket Watts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned the position change and uh, Tom Izzo mentioned the position change in his statement as well. Uh, that's tough to do. And I think, yeah, while maybe logic says his best future is at point guard because of his size and athletic uh, limitations, like, it, you know, if Rocket Watts is playing in the NBA, it's probably not going to be as a 6'2". Uh, shooting guard. Yeah, unless you shoot like sixty percent from three, right? Yeah, it's it's more of that. And then like out of necessity, like they just didn't have anything at point guard this year. You know, Foster Lawyer is kind of like a back end of the rotation steady hand. AJ Hogard is a true freshman and that stuff takes time for freshmen, especially for Tom Izzo. So they needed somebody to step in and uh, you know credit to Rocket for doing it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, COVID-19, not having summer, not having the normal spring, all that stuff, not having a normal fall camp, like it, not having a preseason, that stuff, that's tough. That was a really tough ask for him. And I think if you, I, I don't know, Tom Izzo might just say it, like he regrets doing that or that was, I think he said that's the wrong thing. It was unfair of him to do. And that, you know, for half a season kind of screwed things up. And then once he went back to shooting guard, he just never seemed to sort of find it again. This is a kid who, at the end of last season, we're like, this kid has never seen a shot he does not like. He has the most confidence I have ever seen. And then this year, it's like, man, he looks like, at times, he's just struggling. Like, he's just trying to keep his head above water. So that stuff isn't, you know, like, it's not his fault. And it's not exclusively, like, Izzo's fault or the coaching staff's fault. Like like we said, I think the biggest takeaway – the biggest reason is just it wasn't a good fit. Izzo is not the right coach for him because the necessity of how Rocket Watts seems to like need to play 
to be the best version of himself. Like like we said, he's got to have a long leash, and he'll be able to go to programs and get more shots and have a little bit more freedom and not have to worry about, like, you know, he, he misses a step back, takes a bad shot, and like, yeah, okay, so lets him take it. But he's not, like, Tom Izzo can't walk out on the court and block the shot and say, no, you're not taking this. What does he do when Rocket misses a bad shot? He yells at him, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, and mm-hmm. that that's discouraging from discouraging him from playing the way that he feels is the best way for him to play. And that's how Izzo coaches, and that seems like not the best way for Rocket to be himself. Um, and that's fine. It's not for everyone, and that it doesn't have to be anyone's fault. It's like it just, to me, seemed like not a great fit. I don't know from the jump because Tom Izzo giving leeway is a rarity. Yeah, <laughs> and I think he did it because we we've all seen the highlight videos. We know that Rocket can do some special things on a basketball court. There are moments where it's like. He just throws it up, and it feels like there's nothing. Like that's not going in, and it's in. Like he's just he just mm-hmm. has it going, and when he's cooking, it can be really fun and special. Yeah, and I want to go on Hold top on. of that. Okay. Hold on. God, I know. Let me pause. So I think Tom Izzo knew what he could have in Rocket Watts if they could just sort of like corral it a little bit. You know, put. Um, I don't know what's the thing the the saddle put a saddle on a on a wild horse and and tame him a little bit. You're not gonna fully tame him, but can we get him going in the right direction? And it's just like yeah, that's not really how this is gonna work out. So it's it's fine. It's fine. It, it really yeah. is. It's fine. It's I genuinely think it's the best thing for both sides. It's also hard for me to like to go back to the the blame game thing like i it's hard to really put anything on rocket shoulders like he was put in a very hard position yes, and is those shoulders too because like yeah you could say like oh he might regret the decision i like i don't think he does like he he kind of had to play rocket at the one i don't know what your yeah. other option is like i guess you, you tried foster <laughs> that clearly wasn't working uh you want hogard off of a very minimal summer camp to go out there as a true freshman and just run this whole offense like no I, your best option going into the season was rocket watts and so just to go back to what i said in the first segment really the only thing you could blame here is that you didn't have the roster ready for the season i yeah. mean like that's that's it like you put all your eggs in the foster lawyer basket that was not the correct basket to put your eggs into. And you guys know how much that pains me to say. Um, yeah, it's it, it's tough, but um, I'll say for the 50th time, like this is probably best for, for both parties involved. I mean, um, yeah. You know what would have been nice? Yeah, what? Cream money. <laughs> oh, that's a name I haven't thought of in a while, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a great call, actually. <laughs> or just like, honestly... I, like Mike Smith, someone like that, a transfer nice, point yeah. guard, a transfer <laughs> point guard with a steady hand. Carly Jones, experience. if you will. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, there's a lot of guys who, you, and I wrote about this. Transferring up's really hard, and it doesn't always work out. But uh, it had to work better than this, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. No, I, it's uh, it's a bummer. So. That's what it yeah. is. Like, it's it's just a bummer. Like, listen, I, the the fan of me. 
dissects everything. I'm like, okay, this is this is gonna be fine next year. Like, I, and of course, Rocket will have his games next year where he has like 24 points on 19 shots. Then like we're gonna be like, oh, we should have never gotten rid of him. Like, I, I just don't mm. know if it was ever gonna work here. Like, I, I one more year of the experiment where we play him as a true two. I guess that would have been fun, but I don't. I'm also excited about Max Christie, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Jaden Aikens getting some run at the two, perhaps. I, I don't know. Like, th- there's more that that excites me out there than than one more year of uh, seeing a, a a two guard that shot 25 percent the year prior, uh, giving it a run there his, his junior yeah. year. I don't know. I, I, yeah, it's yeah, a career 27 percent three point shooter on 200 takes in oh, 55 my God. games. <laughs> it's it, it's tough and and none of this is like this is an opinion like he had an effective field goal percentage of 38 this season correct um, right last year when it was like hey all right like he still had an effective field goal of 46 he shot 28% from 3 he took 28.8% of the shots when he was on the floor in Big 10 play that 28.8% number is the sixth highest number in the conference last year. Like when he was on the floor, he took shots more often than everyone else in the conference outside of five people. Um, that's, that's a lot of volume for someone who's posting effective field goal percentages under 50 and like not just slightly under, like way under 50. And that's that's not a good long-term sustainable thing. Like you hope, like ideally, it would have been all right. We'll we'll keep these shots. He's going to take a lot of shots, but that effective field goal, it's going to go from forty-six as a sophomore or a freshman. It's going to go to 50, 52 as a sophomore, fifty-four, fifty-six. Like you like you keep climbing, but that would be down the road, and it just the the train was kind of off the tracks and. This is a stat. I don't have it exactly, but I remember we read it a few times that of all the Big Ten players in recorded history from 2002 to now who had a shot percentage or possession percentage over a certain amount, whatever it was, like 24, 25%, like he had the lowest offensive rating by far, like in the history of or in the last 20 years of Big 10 basketball nobody who used the ball as much as rocket was as inefficient and it's like it wasn't close and that's that's telling because that's that's not opinion none no. of that is opinion it's just no. that's not it's, you being mean that, that's the numbers no, being mean no it's just factual the numbers <laughs> right. are, are mean and right i anytime i was texting with someone this year who was like man or texting, DM, tweet, whatever. Like, oh, Rocket needs like Rocket has to be benched, transfer, whatever. Rocket can't be on this team next year. I would always say, I get it. I would rather he stay and figure it out. I would rather he stay and become the realized version of himself at MSU because I still believed in talent and I believe in the coaching, the program, and their ability to develop players. But at this point, the way he finished the season, like yeah, the Michigan game was was absolutely wonderful. But fun times, fun times. This is the right thing to do. He shot thirty three percent on twos in conference games, thirty eight percent for the season. Um, his effective field goal percentage in twenty conference games this year, Matt, was thirty three point eight. 
would like a little bit more from my guard if uh, if I could be picky. Will it's a it's a shooting guard who really couldn't shoot. We've Seems talked a million. A <laughs> yeah, we talked a million times about his free throws not getting to the line enough, and when he did get to the line, it was like great. This you're this is when you're at your best, and he just he never did. So I I just think it, it, again it was best for all parties to move on. All right, let's pause here. We'll come back and look to the future. Now what? Now what? That Rocket Watts is officially gone off to wherever he is going. But first word from BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. One word, LOCKEDON, to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Today's show is also brought to you by Bill Barr. Built Bar. Built those bars. Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a long time now. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and again, amazing tasting. And every bar is covered in 100% chocolate. Well, now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Catch the fever, baby. Let's go. We are in the final four. Final format. I've been thinking about this ever since you brought up the flavors before the show. Okay. And I've gone back and forth like seven times mentally, um, and it's tearing me apart. We have cookies and cream against cookie dough chunk. God, how can you even pick between those two? I don't know. Cookie it's dough. Tough. Cookie dough. Cookie dough. Lock it in. It's, I, it's there. Tough. I said it. I said it. These, there's two one seeds going at it. Um, Mega which one is seeds. How it Gonzaga be. versus Gonzaga. Four. It's the final four. Um, yeah, I want cookie dough chunk. I'm going cookie dough chunk yeah, tune and yes. nail biter buzzer beater right at the end. Big win for cookie dough chunk. If you want to vote, go to builtbar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter. And remember to use promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your next order. That is locked 15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Our locked on college basketball experts are recapping each weekend of March Madness on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch Live on Monday nights at Locked On Live. If you missed this weekend's recap, Matt was on it. Follow Locked On SEC, ACC, Pac-12, Big Ten, or Big 12 today and check their podcast feed. Okay, Matt, All right, let's well. let's actually do something a little, little different. I, I said we were going to say what's next. Let's Let's look back on some fond Rocket Watts memories because it wasn't mm-hmm. all bad. It wasn't all bad. There's there's a there's a reason of course. that we fell so in love. That that Illinois game, man. That, That's that, like the that, rocket that everyone has in their head, right? Yes. Like th- that, that, was, that, that was it right there. I mean That was like the game when, I was like, yes, it's I time. Know. Or like when national reporters are saying like, oh, wow, star come out of Michigan State. Like that's definitely the game that they have in the back of their head is is the Illinois game of of yore. He scored 21 points on 9 of 14 shooting, 2 of 4 from 3. 
hit a obviously like every bucket in that game was big, but hit a ton of big buckets. Michigan State goes on the road, wins a really tough game, seventy to sixty nine against Illinois, and yeah, he was just like we all remember the Tillman dunk from that game. Oh, of course, but that's that's the game where Rockets running down field or not field running down the court after hitting a three. With uh, he held up the three in the little monocle with with the three and put it over side like that awesome picture from Iconic. that game after a big shot. Um, yeah, that was awesome. What's the one where um, it's like one of your favorite MSU photos ever? Yeah, that was senior night. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. Malik Hall standing over Rocket after I think he hit an and one three. I mm-hmm. want to say, but he was on the ground and like the, the whole. I was lucky enough to be there that game, and like the entire Breslin Center was was going insane. Decibels probably reached four billion uh, on the meter. <laughs> yeah, it was it was just a really cool moment and kind of like a time where it's like, hey, they're they're actually going to pull this off. Like they are actually going to yeah. win <laughs> like this yep. Big Ten title against all odds here. Yep, win five straight to to win the Big Ten title. Yeah, that was that was awesome because it, I remember at that and one shot, great photo that came out of that. He had just such a knack, or has. We shouldn't talk about him like he's dead. Sure, <laughs> he, sure. <laughs> Fair. His freshman season, we'll say he had because he didn't hit any of these shots uh, this year. He had one chance. I forget even who it might have been against Michigan, um, but he had like three, four, five daggers. And that mm-hmm. that was I'm gonna I will miss because it just felt like he had a knack for it. It's a six point game. There's 40 seconds left. He gets to the top of the key, step back, bang, game over. See ya. We're going home. Mark Daggerman, Rocket Watts. Like I will miss the ability. I had a Daggerman like tweet ready to go this season. I was just waiting for it. It never got to, but I got to fire off like four or five last year, and that was. Those were always awesome. It was like just the the one shot closer. He was really good at that. Yeah, and the one play that I mean is my all time favorite. Rocket Watts. Like the distance between one and two wasn't even close. Is the the iced uh, three that he hit at Maryland. Like Maryland's playing their biggest home game in fifteen plus years. Yeah, they win. They win the conference title outright. But Rocket Watts goes off that game and. Maryland made it a little close in the second half. They went on the 7-0, 9-0 run or what have you, and he just drilled a three with two guys in courtside seats pretty much yep. playing defense yeah, on red him. Shirt like, guy. Red shirt and, guy. That's right. And uh, just, yeah, splash it right in their face, and that, that's what iced the game for them. I mean, as much as you can ice a game with, like, six minutes left, but that definitely well, yeah, definitely put statement. water on the flames that the Terps were, were putting on because they were on a little bit of a run right there. But, yeah, knock that three yeah. down. I think that put them back up 12, I want to say. Yeah, that, that – uh, Definitely ease the tensions uh, at whatever they call their stadium down in College Park. It was a statement shot. It was, and that's yeah, that's yeah. something he I think will be great at moving forward wherever he ends up. I mean, mm-hmm. and he's going to have power five suitors. I hope Louisville and FSU uh, I think are the two teams that everyone keeps mentioning because they recruited him really hard. Yeah, he's uh, not going to all of that, well. right? He, he yeah. he's not going to go head down to Adrian and play down there. He, he'll he'll be okay wherever he goes. Yeah. Like, it would not shock me if, it, it, whatever, he ends up at Louisville and it's just a better fit, better vibe. He's able to sort of do his thing, cook a little bit more, sure, and gets that confidence back and is starting to make big plays like that. It, it would not shock me because there, there's just, there's something in there, right? And that's, it's why I think, like we said, it's why Tom Izzo was willing to give him a longer leash. It's why we sort of like swooned over him. It's like, yeah. 
little water bug quick guy dude named Rocket who's just like, yeah, I can hit this. Like, watch me step back in your yeah. eye. Like, He's the wild horse that a lot of coaches think they could break. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it, There's something alluring about that, especially in basketball, because it's just... No doubt. I don't know. There, there's a moral element to it where your morale element to it where it's just crushing <laughs> to like that shot against maryland it was worth three points but it might as well have been worth 10 points yeah like, 10 just something he just has a knack for that and that's why i always like man i wish i hope it can work out here i hope it can work out here i hope it can work out here but now that the season has ended again it just this feels like the right move for everyone I was going to say, with all that said, um, we still just have like six games worth of moments to, to pick stuff. Yeah, from. unfortunately. Yeah, someone posted um, that. a top Rocket Watts moments or top Rocket Watts games list. It's like, well, there's like seven to choose from. Yeah, there's maybe like one to leave off, perhaps. I don't yeah. know. The Duke game was fun. I hey, like, yeah. And that was when we were naive. That's when we were blissfully oh, yeah. unaware of the hellacious season that was coming on the pipeline yep. for us. Like, oh, yeah, because he, yeah, he oh, scored man. 13 against Notre Dame. Yeah. Had a nice game against Duke and really him and Aaron Henry. Detroit, he tuned up, too. Like, you DM tuned up very next, well. Yeah, the very next game against Detroit. And as Izzo said, that's probably the best game he's played at Michigan State. And it was like, here we go. Yep, showtime. I, and then conference season started, Northwestern happened, and nothing ever was the same again. Yep. Yep. Fun times. Bummer. Hey, Super Tyson bummer. Walker. <laughs> Honestly, Tyson Walker, like on film, we'll see if it happens. But Tyson Walker is like Rocket Watts for Tom Mizzo. Like, can play in the pick and roll, can distribute, can do all those different things, has a million bags or a million tricks in his bag, but plays. More of the style that you're used to with Michigan State and with Tom Izzo point cards. So, I don't know if he's as talented as Rocket. We'll see. And we'll see if he can translate it. But, like, yeah, everything we kind of thought maybe that Rocket would be, maybe in a couple of years you can get that out of Tyson uh, Walker. That'd be pretty pretty sweet. Sure. I wouldn't complain about it. No. All right. That's going to do it for us here on Lockdown Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with another Brand new, beautiful episode for your eardrums. Write it a rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. Matt? Yeah. Here's some trivia that everyone will know. Uh, what pitcher on the 2019 Michigan State baseball team recorded seven saves? I don't know. Great name. Uh, Indigo Diaz. That is Indigo Diaz for your Michigan State Spartans. All right. Indigo, if you're listening, nice season. Way to be. Good Seven job. saves. Way That's to go. Strong. All right, go get them. All right, guys. Go green.